Thank you to MeUndies for sponsoring this video. Man, I've been wanting to work with them for a long time now. Now, obviously, we here at the Reject Nation love to rock apparel that resembles the things we love to talk about the most. Because the clothes we rock often feel like a reflection of our identity, not just who we are on the surface, but who we are underneath the surface. See what I did there? So even though right now, Greggy over here is wearing a very soothing MeUndies shirt, taking the next step forward with Below the Waist clothing featuring Rocket Raccoon and Groot from Guardians of the Galaxy, of course. This collection is also limited edition, so if you like what you see, you better hop on it before it's all gone. All right, I'm gonna get real with you guys. I'm a married man. My wife knows. I don't mind just walking around the house with my pants off. And I like to see her cute smile when she sees me in these. And as much as I like the look of them, I always really care to be comfortable. Because comfort in what I'm wearing just makes me feel a lot more relaxed to be on camera. And it's just like that in real life. So now I feel like my identity and comfort package is now complete. I'm by no means a clothes expert, but people will attest I'm kind of picky when it comes to kind of fabric I put against my body. And... These clothes are just so soft. Even the shorts are so soft. These have been extremely comfortable for just regular day-to-day -day activities, lounging around the house, and even exercise. You guys didn't even know, there's some videos that you've already seen where I've been wearing them the whole time. Because why would you? It'd be a little weird for me to announce what underwear I was wearing at the time. On top of that, too, you guys who watch regularly know I'm usually like in sweats or pajama pants. And undoubtedly, these lounge pants here not only look cool, but my God, these are now without question the most comfortable, soothing pants I have ever worn on camera. So MeUndies, of course, has undies, socks, loungewear, and a bunch more with sizing ranging from extra small to 4XL. Yeah, Reject Nation, the hype is real. They have a guarantee that if you are not impressed with MeUndies, your first pair on the house. That is a promise. So to get 25% off your first order plus free standard shipping, go to MeUndies.com rejects. Once again, that's MeUndies.com rejects. Thank you again to MeUndies. Seriously. Thank you for sponsoring this video. What an interesting oh, choice. There were no spies. I didn't subscribe to any of these spies theories. I thought, no, they, were all, I, I thought they were all I, ridiculous. I, I think... I think our little astromech friend was the other spy. I don't know. There was no other spy. There, there was very little payoff. Too much into that. I was like, it's just a Tali episode, guys. <laughs> Definitely got some thoughts on this finale. <laughs> Definitely got some thoughts on the show. It was like a Marvel ending. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. I, I like that they've set themselves to go back to their roots. There is no post-credit scene. Oh, it's about to start. Oh, there's the Bo Book of Boba Fett. It's going to start. That's what happens when you stupid Star Wars fans you on this roof till you die. It's, just, it's, it's, after, it's, after, it's after this, Greg. They just wanted to suffer. We have to respect the, the Deutsch. Take I always hated Star Wars. That's <laughs> why you think about suffer. Ways you could die no, horribly. But, but, uh, but no, there it is. It's loading. In the words of my best friend, John. Oh. Campia. He says, don't turn your speculation into expectation. <laughs> Good, that's a bar. <laughs> and you know what? I hope I hope people abided by that when watching this episode. Because I can imagine that Star Wars theory right now is yelling at his live stream while we are filming this. <laughs> sure. <laughs> there, there was an extraordinary amount of payoff in this episode. Think so? No, absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> but nah. Favreau said it would be completely satisfying. I was I was satisfied in the sense that it was a beautiful visual spectacle, and while watching it, I loved every second of it. 
And the minute that it ended and I realized that I didn't get any of the things that I was hoping <laughs> I'd get, I was left with this fleeting reminder that I am a Star Wars fan. Yeah. And this uh, is this, this is, is just the life the, <laughs> the life that we live. Yeah, guys, listen, I never subscribe. I I never subscribed to the whole there's a spy amongst us theory. I thought that was just spies plural. Plural. Greg, I it think was it was plural. just about it was just the episode it was it's literally just the title of the, of the episode and it meant something there and then everyone read, read way too much into it. But who was the other spy in or the maybe episode? Maybe it will mean something much further down. Oh my the god. <laughs> everyone let it go. Listen, I'm I think they, they do that. They go, new, what did we screw up last <laughs> couple years? Okay, well, I think fix in, that. in season two of Tales of the Jedi, I think that we'll get sure. some payoff to who that spy maybe the spy was Dave Filoni in the cantina. Yeah, no, listen, uh, overall, <laughs> I still, uh, I thought this episode was fine. I thought it was fine. It was fun. I think it's the the weakest of the finales of all three seasons. Yeah. I I felt um, no stakes, uh, weirdly no stakes. And <laughs> there was like fun visual spectacle. And yeah, I think overall, this is, uh, in my opinion, and if you don't have this opinion, I am so happy for you. My opinion, this is easily the weakest season out of all three seasons of Mandalorian. Uh, I cannot, uh, I'm not, I'm a little surprised because it took a long time for this season to come out. Felt like they've had a decent amount of time to plan it. I don't really know why this one is the one that seems to have the least type of emotional impact for me, maybe not for you. Uh, However, I do think that this was just a, 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 Fun, predictable road finale. <laughs> like this one's just as by the numbers as it can get. And I did it. There was like no surprises other than, okay, they advanced that. He's called Din Grogu now. Cool. Cool. Uh, I, Grogu, to me, is, I was surprised by how little he can do. I mean, he, he came in with the fire <laughs> thing, but I'm like, you, you did that in the first season. This is just a little bit more. A little bit higher up he didn't, there. He didn't immediately fall asleep afterwards. He just sat down. So that's progress. Yeah, there's a lack of there's seriously a lack of stakes for me here. Yeah. And um, we got some answers about why Moff was trying to get the clones. Cool. Even that hey. just didn't do it for me. Like, yeah, yeah, I feel like it was a mistake to destroy all the clones and then fake us out with another Moff Gideon death. Well, they or kill him again. Either way, like, yeah, I think it's a bit of a waste of so many cool, like so many cool portents when you're in there and you're like, oh man, this is his plan, and he's, I don't know, I guess these are the only ones he had, and he left this place completely abandoned while he w- walked off to lure them, you know, to him. I don't know yeah. his, yeah, the maneuvering of this plan on his end didn't make the most sense to me. If those are the most precious thing on this planet, but definitely like straight out of the like poor evil villain playbook of like <laughs> oh i've captured you but i'm gonna prolong your death <laughs> yeah. tell you my evil master plan uh and then it gets out uh yeah. yeah i mean even din breaking out was like that to me was such a wonderful high stakes thing going in where it's like oh great our, our protagonist is in a genuinely precarious situation or it's hard to imagine him breaking out and that just felt like uh, yep, immediately. Two seasons in, and and uh, the the, tr- the the what were they in the um in the se- in the second season? The troopers, death troopers. Yeah, death troopers. the death troopers. Oh, it's the same exact thing. 
Only this time they didn't come out of their little Yeah, boxes. weren't they like robots? Yeah. But this one, there are people in there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, just, a, they're just, it's, it's a formula. Well, the Death Troopers in the second season, he had to fight one, and that was a struggle and scary, and the thought mm. of them all breaking through when, when they before he had to eject them all into space. Yeah. That was that was more intense, just the suspense of them about to break through yeah, <laughs> than sure. anything with these troopers in this, than both of these episodes. It it is surprisingly underwhelming. And yeah, yeah they reclaim Mandalore. Uh cool. Cool. Uh, I can't <laughs> wait to see Bo Katan lose it again. Uh <laughs> yeah, sure. just I'm I'm I would have been totally content with us being like, cool, look at all this work we put into Navarro. Let's like Spend some time, build some more suspensers. It just the more I think it, about it, the more I don't like it. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, the yeah. more I think about it, the more I'm like, well, I'm leaning towards this kind of sucked. Yeah, I, it's a very I, jaggedly organized season. That just the 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 inside of the Walt Disney Company at the time of development for this season <laughs> was not in a great place, and. You know, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna write it off. I think, I, and and I, I say this with like nothing but love and appreciation in my heart for Star Wars. It, we know they can do better. They gave us like so many little nuggets of it this season, and in previous seasons, I think they knocked it out of the park. Once upon a time, this was your favorite Star Wars show. Uh, now I have none. Now, now, <laughs> uh, now, it's always now you're it's a Mandalorian always without a planet. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, I mean, uh, I, I thought the battle to reclaim Mandalore was uh, epic and fun, and the cavalry collision of like the Mandalorians versus the Imperial commandos and jetpacks was just like visually. It, it looked really cool. It was really cool, but it has to be more than that. Um, this felt the most cartoony. This this season felt, other than a couple of in episodes, this felt the most cartoony. And I know some people really like that because it makes yeah. them think of Clone Wars. Yeah. When to me, this show was not Clone Wars. Yeah, this, this I, I show, love Clone Wars, but it's its own, it's its own thing. It's yeah. an animated show. Yeah. <laughs> this is the, the the thing that separated this was like the gritty Western uh, sci-fi bounty hunter show, and it doesn't need to remain that. Uh, but when you literally have like. Yeah, well, the, the ending feels like they're trying to course correct back to that. Yeah, in in a way, and I I would be curious to know because I'm sure that that like the way everything went down with Dinjarin and Grogu and and the whole Boba Fett alley oop of getting them back together feels like a machination from the studio. Whereas yeah. like them retaking Mandalore feels like a thing that that could very well suit the show. And yet it also feels like, just because of the way things wrap up, like a thing they kind of had to do or something like I that. I felt nothing for them. No. I yeah, felt absolutely No, even nothing. like the four, four Mandalore, I was like, I should be crying right now. Like, as a Star Wars fan, I've been waiting yeah. for this moment for a long time, and, and, and it just, it was, it was lacking. The motion, uh, the focus was off as, yeah. as a whole. It's yeah. not hard to see from the beginning of, like, where you're headed at the top of the season, you know, that reclaiming Mandalore will be a huge mm -hmm. thing and a huge theme. And as much as I very, like, if you treated this more, and I, I feel like it's a trope to say this, but more like a Game of Thrones in the way that you really realize the clashes of ideologies and the scope and the space, instead of going, like, season 
six or seven style where it's like we're just sipping around yeah, and it's action and stuff yeah. if they really bothered to make those debates and those ideological clashes tangible and yeah. focus that across all these episodes because it does feel like there's like a chasm in the middle where like a bunch of other stuff happens it's like episode three uh that could have gone a lot better in a more you know nuanced game of thronesy kind of season not to yeah. say that you shouldn't have some of that fun i think that fun is i enjoyed episode six a lot however yeah, I feel like if you really wanted to drive this arc home, like this would be super meaningful. And you can still have Din and Grogu go out on adventures afterwards. But like, yeah, yeah it, it feels like something that got relegated to a few episodes. And because it got relegated yeah. to a few episodes, it became, let's just do the action parts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think in one of the early episodes, I made a strange comparison to the same struggle that The Walking Dead had from its early seasons to when all of a sudden it wanted to be a Game of Thrones. It wanted to be bigger, but it didn't feel earned, and it was executed very poorly. And by the time that you got done with it, they kind of killed the best part of the show. And, you know, I, I think, and this is just absolute speculation from, uh, like, putting my producer cap on. You know, I, I think the the master plan, the, the cinematic story event that they're working towards when they were doing seasons one and two, I, I think they were just focused on making a good story. I think this season put a lot of pressure to set those pieces in motion, but the story was very discombobulated. And, you know, I, I know that they were supposed to have Rangers of the New Republic, which would have helped supplement. And I, I feel like they, they asked this show to do a few too many things uh, while also just breaking a, an otherwise wonderful formula that... Uh, was a refreshing return to why people like Star Wars in the first place. Yeah, there's a lack of an emotional core in this season. The uh, biggest, the biggest task feels somehow very small. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's no catharsis there by the end. I think it might have been more interesting if there was a. Because first it was like, oh, we just can't inhabit this place because it's like dangerous to be here. <laughs> uh, it it would have been more rewarding if it, if if the obstacle was taking down Imperial remnants that are occupying the territory of Mandalore. And that's the hardest obstacle they have to overcome. Yeah. That, it's, that way there's an actual, sometimes that, just, that, that just feels like they, they got a place Yeah, <laughs> when they yeah, already yeah. had the whole thing with Navarro. Cause I know Mandalore means it's Mandalore. So of course it means something, yeah. uh, but no, they did. There wasn't any true, there, again, there wasn't any true type of emotional payoff to it all, yeah. but Hey, let's go through some other shit that yeah. happens in here. The, just one quick note, the and this is a Game of Thrones spoiler. When the Darksaber was crushed, that reminded me of that same empty, fleeting feeling that I got when the Iron Throne was melted. Like, sure. Like, where I was like, wow, all this buildup and all this hype, and we're just... Uh, and I was like, over your shoulder. maybe the Mythosaur. Like, maybe there's something here that... And, and nada. Yeah, they just treated that moment like it was... Just another sword gone, but I guess they can repair it in well, I, some I way. It's not about the sword, guys. It's about the person it's wielding about it. Mandalorians working together. Din, Din Grogu, who is part Mandalorian and part Jedi, will build the new and not part knight too, and part knight of 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 Jack Black of Lizzo. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Let it be known that is canon, and yeah. they will be back. Ah, oh, God. Uh, well. Yeah, where are all the allies? We're, uh, I feel like we spent so much time building a, a absurd cohort of characters. Uh, could have had an on your left moment. Yeah, well, that's exactly like at least give us like a 
that that I, portals I, moment. They, they didn't really do anything with Moff Gideon. They really didn't. He, it, it was it felt very tacked on. Yeah. Of he's back. Again, he's back again, third time in a row. Yes. We're gonna, we're gonna fight him just like we did at the end and no. beat him. And he's just got, a, he's got a stronger armor now. And and the fight with him and Bo, that should have been very like there's, there was no tension there. Yeah. There really needed to like yeah. slow down and simmer. And this should be a moment for Bo Katan to fight again. T- I said it in, the, in two episodes ago. Like contextually, there was so much they could have played with here yeah. to just slow it down, make this episode fifty minutes instead of forty, uh, and and that way you could have some tension here. So that, yeah. that way, when they fight, like she lost to him, this is her revenge. This is her. her, her pro- this is her reclaiming right now. Yeah. Uh, and then they they don't give. It's just like a fight season that happens. No, it, that's exactly what it is. And and it's it's just really frustrating because. This is a for for fans, particularly of Bo. Like, this is a, a character buildup that's been going on for uh, almost ten plus years now. Mm-hmm. Um, and to have that just fall absolutely flat. I mean, I I keep thinking back to like the Bad Batch season two finale. How did that have emotional so much so much more emotional weight than this episode? And and they were able to create stakes. Whereas here, there's a lot of characters that I love. There's a lot of st- things at stake, but just none of it landed. No, this 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 season, most part became just. It went from like fine to lackluster to a to a couple of things that I would love. You know, yeah. I, I love like the second episode, last episode I loved. Yeah, um, and otherwise were fine. You said something uh, a few episodes ago, Greg, about how Din Greg, Din Greg, Din Greg, Din Greg, yes, Din Grego, where Grego, my ego. Everything feels fake. It feels very artificial. I mean, it, it it almost feels like watching a fan film during some of these episodes. Oh yeah, the like, visuals are so not like the last sequence in in the cantina with Blue is just like, I don't know. It just it felt so not. I know it's silly to say, but like not real. Yeah. Um, which is such a divergence from the first two seasons. Oh um, yeah, the cinema. There's something about the cinematography that is not like. There's a lot of cool visuals in this episode, but there's something about the cinematography with the lighting that is not visually striking anymore. Yeah. And it doesn't. The, it doesn't breed a certain type of atmosphere anymore. Yeah. I'll give them the. I think the the aerial combat stuff, and especially for how hard those effects can be, did look. Beautiful, and I think definitely. Oftentimes, Rick Famuyiwa is the director who sells this world the best to me. Um, but I, I would agree, that, like, yeah, this season is sort of permeated by an uncanny valley of some sort. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I mean, for for me, the way that wrapped up with that whole fight and him crashing the the you know ailing ship into the ground and everything like that sort of felt like it didn't really amount to a, a heck of a lot other than engulfing them in flame and and, and with. Yeah. Which, in retrospect, was not a great idea. No, I mean, I get that it's, like, all you can do when you're just crashing and you're like, maybe I'll just use this to my advantage. It's a big planet, but, you know, but I, I th- that one hole. I think it would have been a stronger choice if they just actually let Moff Gideon get away. Like, yeah. instead of, because it's either a fake out again or he's just going to be dead. And either way, it feels, yeah, like, a little stunted right when this season he was seeming to peak 
into, you know, like, no, but he's still scary. He's still formidable yeah. and commanding. And, like, even on, on the heels of this loss of all his clones, yeah. like, where would that drive the character? So yeah. he was, so is the implication that Moff was the first step to Snoke, like, this plan? No, so that's uh, that's the 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 lost opportunity. I mean, in, in the previous episode where they talked about the Shadow Council and you had Hawks talking about Operation Necromancer, that's Snoke. That's the... He just stole <laughs> one okay, cloner yeah, yeah. and then decided to like make four sensitive versions of himself, which would have also just been cool to see a bunch of like, you know, and they, they could have all been like messed up looking and had like pseudo force. I mean, there's so many things you could have done, but instead we just got like the most milk toast possible all, version. All we of did it. was get an answer to what was happening. Yeah. And, <laughs> like, and even the answer oh, was like was. <laughs> kind of perplexing at, at the end yeah. of the day. Like, oh, they're like, so but they're is... not you. Yeah, <laughs> you're, yeah. not, your you're not going to be able to enjoy <laughs> being these people. Well, that's <laughs> how, how long does he think until they turn on him? Was yeah. My first read. That is an illogical plan. We've all seen that. Black they, Mirror they... No, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think there was a uh there was a golden opportunity to let Gideon get away and i what i had been holding on to as a fan is something i think they've they've hyped up thrawn in words so much but we've yet to see anything that makes him an actually like scary formidable character in my version he would have ridden off on the mythosaur <laughs> i would have just <laughs> i mean that would break your heart but that would be fascinating no, no? <laughs> <sighs> john no I, I it would have been nice to see thrawn you know if if, if they're going to do an introduction have him just like effortlessly wipe gideon off the map and at least then like oh okay we're, we're replacing this one big bad with a bigger blue bad per marvel um <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I just. I this. I'm not gonna lie. This show, this season, kind of ruined my love for these characters. <laughs> I don't. I, not. I, I, I. I lost a lot of my love that I feel when I watch this show buddy. for the characters. Yeah. No, it's it's super fair. I mean, I think they've got a they've got a nice setup. You know, I think uh, with with Din Djarin and Din Grogu going doing missions for the New Republic. It opens up to them going to the Unknown Regions and, you know, playing a role in, in the Ahsoka story. But I, I'm with you. I'm Yeah, this, uh, this, this, this is leaving me a little dejected. The more I think about it, the, more it's, the worse it just gets in my mind. And uh, this is the real. And uh, I, re I really, I really, <laughs> I really did love this show like a lot. Like I want reacting to the first two seasons yeah. and then rewatching it on my own. was like, yeah. I love this show. Yeah. I love the first two. I love the two episodes that were only Nando focused and Boba Fett more than most of this show th this yeah. season. Um, well, this, yeah, it's this weird. This does that feel like it came from a post Boba show yeah, it did. world. It did. <laughs> yeah. I was even thinking if if the Mythosar showed up I, I, to save the day, I'd be like, huh, like book of Boba Fett, yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, it's uh, always yeah. next season, Greg. Uh, so that sounds that's, like they're course correcting. So that's, that's the thing about Star Wars fans. We may be upset. We may be angry. We might tweet our dismay and and, and said not so veiled threats to <laughs> executives at the Walt Disney Company, which you should not do. Um, but at the end of the day, we keep coming back because uh, Star Wars is an abusive relationship. 
Yes, um, it is. <laughs> that's right. just the way it is. All right, guys. Well, what um, did you think? Did, what was your favorite part? There was some beautiful visuals. I want to hear the optimistic, upbeat side of the Star Wars community. The that Reject the Nation way. community is usually very optimistic. They're so, so happy. I appreciate that. Uh, do we think Lizzo is secretly a Jedi who escaped Order 66? Yes. Is Jack Black yes. actually one of the Moff Gideon clones? Yes. Yes. Find out next season yes. on... Yes. The Mandalorian. Yes. <laughs> the, the Mandalorian. <laughs> Which I which hurts my soul to say. I didn't. I, it was it was okay. It was all right. It's fine. It's fine. All right, guys. I'm ready. I'm ready to edit this. <laughs> May the force be with you until the next one, guys. And thanks for being here, Michael. Oh, thanks for having me, Craig.